On today's episode of Uncommon Sense, we start off hot by being very upset about the coronavirus. Shocker. Then we, uh, we kind of put our, our conspiracy hats a little bit uh, and talk about some different things that we've really been really been wondering about, really been questioning. We do our top three of celebrities that we'd like to spend an evening with. And then finally, we recap this week's episode of The Bachelor's Listen to Your Hearts. This week's episode is brought to you by Old Spice. Because the first thing that you think of when you think cleanliness is outdated spices. Let's do it. Man, I get it My hand to my bed. You know Welcome into another episode of Uncommon Sense. We're still here. We're still here. We're still making still it. Making we got nothing it. better to do, so I mean, you know, why not? It's, it's giving me something to like. Uh, I'm done with school, so like this is the only thing I'm researching. I'm not. Finals this week. That's tough. I hope you do well. I will not. Okay, cool. But uh, so I want to start off where we start off a lot of episodes with a coronavirus update. Mm-hmm. And I want to start right now because I am upset. Okay, you've just gotten so, some news. Well, that in today. First of all, today, the CDC came out and said what I have been saying the entire time, that, oh, yeah, um, so coronavirus is actually just a, a pretty bad flu. Yeah. Yeah. What it's else What stupid. else I've been saying, what else I've been saying, and granted I've been backed by science, uh-huh. is that the death rate is minuscule, and we now know it's well less... Yes. Than, than 1%, probably well less than 1 1,000. Uh-huh. And this is something that's been known for a while, but pre-existing It's been known, conditions. but we're too stupid to actually understand math that we just accept what we hear, that, oh, 15%, 10% of people that get this die. Uh-huh. And also, you were tweeting the other day that people need to learn what per capita means. Bro, learn what per capita means. It's the only thing that matters in things like this, and nobody knows what it means. It's incredible. Uh-huh. Finally, shoot, I forgot my last thing. I have two more things, and I'll, I'll think of one when I get there. They started doing post-mortem tests in France, okay? So this is a report that came out today. Okay. So they went and tested dead people in France. Yes. And they found that somebody that died in late December had the coronavirus. Yeah. It wasn't in France, supposedly, until early March, late February. Yeah. And somebody in late December died and had it. Didn't die of it, but died and had it. Uh-huh. Which means it's been here for months as well. Yeah. And it's not that big of a deal. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, it's just the other thing I remember, so I remember I remember what it was. Nowadays. The other thing that I've been saying is that it's I I feel like cor- coronavirus is almost like gravity. Okay? It's always been there. We just didn't know. Okay. Now we found it. Yeah, what was happening before gravity now was we a known found thing? It. This People might be were just a new, floating around. A new strand of it. I don't know. But what I've been saying is, we're going to go back next year, two years from now, and we're going to look at this year's flu season, uh-huh. okay? And the flu deaths and the flu cases are going to be exponentially smaller yes. than they are on average. Uh-huh. And that's coming to fruition. If you look now, flu flu numbers are so low for this season. Yeah. 
And it's because they're being categorized as coronavirus. No, exactly. Which is, it's dumb. It's the flu. And I'm looking at a chart right now. Positive, positive cases. Uh-huh. And it looks like deaths as well. Per capita yes. for the nation are down 50% from average. Which is terrific. We might be able to leave our house soon. That's what I'm saying. That's a good thing. People, people look at that and they think, oh, and the same goes for coronavirus spreading uh-huh. without anybody knowing it. Yes. So like they tested prisons in Tennessee uh-huh. and found out that over a thousand prisoner and staff had it and didn't know it. They tested a homeless shelter in Nashville. Yeah. And I don't remember what the percentage was, but a large, large, large percentage yeah. had it. And they, I think it was 98 individuals had this virus and none of them had shown symptoms. Yeah. And I, people, people, people look at that and they say, oh, this is terrible. Oh no, it's it, an invisible threat. And we don't even know. Two things set this whole thing ablaze. It's a good ablaze. thing. Two things set this whole like pandemic ablaze, and it was when it hit the U.S. Rudy Gobert. Shot. Rudy Gobert. Once Rudy Gobert had it, the NBA shut down that night. They and let the games. Else they let after. the games play out that night. No, they we, didn't either. They yes, canceled they did. all. Oh, they let, they, they let, let some because I watched out. the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, play, you're right. And they won, and I was really happy. But after that, they canceled the very late game. But after that, within that week, everything was shut down. Yeah. All of the sports leagues were gone. All of the tournaments were gone. We didn't have March Madness, which I'm still upset about. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to let that and one the go only, for a while. The second thing that hit just the general public like all together was that the Washington nursing home that had 70 people die. Mm-hmm. But they're old. Yeah. Their immune system is crap. Yeah. Not that they're not valuable. You know my hot take. <laughs> but, yeah. Old people aren't useless. And the way that we're attributing deaths to coronavirus is just ridiculously irresponsible. Yeah, and we got and inaccurate. New, we got a new stat today. And guess what the death rate is right now, currently, for healthy adults? Well, it's going to be tiny. 0.02% of healthy 0.02. adults with coronavirus I think die. the flu for everybody is 0.01%. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just like the CDC has finally said, just a wee bit above that, a little but bit still, worse than the flu. Come on, you're just scared of it because we don't have a vaccine for it. But it's not. It's not as big of a deal as we have like shown it to be. And I think people are trying to figure. Are actually figuring that yes, out now. Like, which is even good. even the California governor who has been so just shut down prone and super overbearing about making sure everybody stays at home, closing the beaches and all that has set a plan to reopen the country starting Friday. Yeah. Like this coming Friday. So and, even he has gone back on his word. And I have, I've looked up some other news of other things opening up. So I have some things here and it's been confirmed. Spanish league soccer, otherwise known as La Liga mm-hmm. in Spain is sending their clubs to go back to training. Oh, thank the, goodness. In like the middle of the month. So European soccer is coming back. Which is big just for Europe in general because they were also European soccer out. is one of those things. It would be like if we tried canceling the NFL. Yeah, that's but, that's their but, NFL. But even worse. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so much of a big um, deal over there. Also, in America, the MLS is now allowing individual players to return back to their club facilities okay. and do whatever they need to do, training, blah, 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 but individually in like groups of like three or four, I think. And then... Um, in Nashville, not Nashville, technically around Nashville, the counties around Nashville, salons and haircut places are opening up. Are they the really? Yes. Oh, thank God. They are going to make bank yeah. within this next week. Well, I mean, they've lost money for two months, yeah. so it's not like they're 
making more than they normally uh-huh. would. And all these people with terrible quarantine haircuts can finally go get it fixed. You do have to have an appointment. And if you are looking for a haircut, you need to go ahead and schedule now. Yeah, that's because true. Because they you are going to be booked for the next month and a half. It's just ridiculous. But things are opening back up. We can go to restaurants now in a limited numbers around the surrounding areas of Nashville. Uh, retail stores are opening back up in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We're Tennessee is are one of the states that are in phase one of opening back up. Except for Davidson County because our mayor is an idiot. Their mayor's an idiot. There was a whole debacle with the soccer team that I'm not going to get into because I, I just hate him with the passion. But uh, it is I – do, I do think – Opening up downtown Nashville though could be a little hazardous. I, I mean, Broadway is going to be a cesspool, but if a cesspool of healthy back. adults. Zero point zero two exactly. But I mean, that's pretty much all I have for coronavirus. But it's just exciting that we're almost done. We're almost through it, and this is going to be something that we are going to be able to tell people for years and years and years. It's going to be in textbooks, which is just wild to think about. We're going to live through something that's in textbooks. Yeah, so, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? So what, what we got other segments. What do we got? We got sports, right? Not right now. Why? Okay, that's fair. But like other than that, sports talk. So what's something big in the sports world that's happening right now that can happen other than actually playing sports? Nothing. Recruiting. Oh, okay, yeah. College yeah, yeah. recruiting. And if you've been on Twitter or on any social media facet, you know that Tennessee, the University of Tennessee, is absolutely crushing everyone in recruiting right now. Yeah, they are. I have a picture of within the past seven days, the past week, of all the, the 20, class of 2021 recruits that have been signed to Tennessee. There, are, there is one five-star defensive end, one four-star defensive back, a four-star wide receiver, a five-star linebacker, a three-star running back who is also the number one running back in JUCO right now, a three-star defensive back, a four-star running back out of Georgia who is an absolute tank if you look at him, and then a four-star offensive lineman that was today. That is exciting. It's ridiculous. With nothing happening, it's really nice to see our team. Yes. <laughs> still, still We're managing to get things done. We're going to recruiting national championship this year. Now, whether or not that transfers to the field, we'll see in two years. The problem is Tennessee has won recruiting a lot in the past few years. But the and fact it's that never, but the fact that come we to are fruition. number one in the SEC right now and number two in the nation with our recruiting class for 2021 is really exciting. Yeah. Tennessee exciting. hopefully is on the come up. And I know what you're going to say. All Tennessee fans think, this is going to be the year. This is it. This is the year. 2021 could possibly be the year that Tennessee becomes not a national champion. Not going to say that. But back to where we are being competitive in the SEC other than being competitive with Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and South Carolina. That's all I need. I just want to go to Atlanta. I want to go to Atlanta. I want to take Georgia into a, a close game like we did in 2016, 2017, whatever it was. And then I want sixteen. We got crushed in seventeen. I want to absolutely dick over Alabama, so bad. Like you know, we're not going to do that, right? I know, but I can have my hopes. Yeah, that's fair. But that's that's something. That's one of the sports things I have. Do you have anything on sports? I have more things on sports. I don't have anything on sports. I did see a report today that the MLB is looking at uh, opening day being July first. 
Uh-huh. Spring training starting early June and yeah. opening up on July 1st. I don't know if it's true or not, but if it is, that's really exciting. Yeah. So someone who hasn't been in the news recently, but had, but like used to be like big, you know, is Britney Spears. Have you seen any of this? <laughs> this is sports news? Yes. Have you seen any of this? I, I saw a couple <laughs> weeks ago where Britney Spears said that she this is what I'm ran the 100 meter dash in like two seconds fewer than Usain Bolt. <laughs> Usain Bolt. Her her treadmill has stated that she can run the 100 meters faster than Usain Bolt. I'm about to look at the time. By a large margin. Her time is, this is an Instagram post. It says, ran my first five. Getting over your fear of pushing it in the beginning is key. Once I did that, I hit five. Usually I run six or seven. My first try was nine, and now I did it. Whoop! One hundred meter dash. Her time says she did it in five point nine seven seconds. Yeah, one hundred feet, maybe. Yes. Do you know what Usain Bolt's time is? Somewhere around nine, I believe. It's somewhere around like eight point four nine point oh. Yeah, so she's so supposedly to run at three, Britney Spears in half the time than Usain, than Twice Usain Bolt, and I think they clocked Usain at twenty three miles per hour. Yeah, somewhere around there. So Britney Spears can run fifty miles an hour, which is ridiculous. That's wild. But also, she was in the news again this week because she posted on her Instagram live and just casually decided to throw out there that her home gym had burned down, but then moved past it. She just casually said. I've been, it's been a real struggle. My home gym is burned down, but blah, 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 blah. And just, she didn't post anything about it. No one's known anything about it, but just so happened to casually throw in there. Oh, my house kind of burned down a little bit. Reminds me of that insurance commercial. You know what I'm talking about? Which one? Somebody burned down my she shed. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Britney Spears she shed was burned down. Yeah. Somebody burned down my home gym. Which is just Britney Spears. First she's of all, back, like if you have the money the for a home gym. You have enough money to in have such a situation home where gym. it can burn and nothing else burns, <coughs> meaning it was a pretty substantial home yeah. gym. Uh huh. I don't think you're gonna be too worried about it. No, not at all. Home gyms are on the come up though, especially with quarantine. All the gyms are closed. People are starting to work out and make home gyms in their house. Yeah, maybe home gyms though, or just like no, home a gyms. little area where they put their dumbbells. No, home gyms are like buying weights and like a rack and all that. No, I don't get that. I also had the thought earlier. If my, like, if I had a stationary bike in front of my TV in my house where I play video games all the time, I would lose so much weight. See, I don't think that you would. Because I had that thought one time. I think that I would. So, you know how, like, sitting on an exercise ball can, like, really, really, really work out your core? Yeah. And, like, really good for you? So, I got this brilliant idea. Ooh, I'm going to sit on an exercise ball while I play hours and hours of video games. Ooh, my core will be so strong. Yeah, I just sat on the floor and like played, like leaned up against it. <laughs> I think if it was a stationary bike, though, it was different. Like if it was no, I think you just sit on the bike. But if it was, I I would pedal. I don't think you would. I have ADHD. I gotta move something. I don't think that you would. Okay, well, you get tired after a while. I think I think I'm gonna try and go find a stationary bike and stick it in front. Good of my luck. TV. They're really expensive. They are. They're but so expensive. I'm gonna look at like Facebook Marketplace, all that. Get a real bike and just like jack it up. You know what I mean? Like I'll get a car jack. Yeah, and... but. Meh. Yeah, I get it. It's not as fun. Yeah. Get your Peloton. But also, so we had the NFL draft last week, and all that happened. And something I've been seeing a lot recently is that people are starting to compare running backs to Derrick Henry. And that's a problem. It's because he's the best. It's because he's the best. But let's talk. 
you were never going to find another Derrick Henry for the next 20 years. No. Derrick Henry is 6'3", 238, and runs a 4'5", the only way The only way that there's ever going to be another Derrick Henry is if a junior high football coach looks at the player that he's pegged to be his starting defensive end yeah. and says, I'd rather hand you the ball. It's like Jadavian Clowney running at you at 23 miles an hour. Yeah. No one's going to get in front of that. No one is going to be the next Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is a one-of-a-kind running back. I agree. And I'm grateful to have him on my team. I worry about his lifespan, but I do do agree. Because you just worry about running backs' lifespans in general. But for the time being, he is fun to watch. That's pretty much all I have about sports. What are the, like... Fun things do you have planned? Uh, I don't have anything planned. I have some things that I do want to talk about. So, I don't know if you've seen this new Netflix show. What show is it? It's their take on The Bachelor, kind of. It's called Too Hot to Handle. And uh, so, it you? You just... Yeah, you. obviously. Yeah. You. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's really, really bad. And, uh, and I mean, you could just even watch the little, you know, preview of it in the main screen. And you know, it's just so bad. So I watched it and I took notes for some, from some quotes uh-huh. just for the first couple episodes. Yeah. After that, I got sucked in and I actually watched it to its, to its completion. You pun intended. And yeah, and it was terrible, <laughs> but I enjoyed it so much. So let me, let me read you some things to that I wrote completion. down from the first, from the first couple episodes. So too hot to handle. Okay. So one guy comes in. So let me just set the stage for the show first. They've brought in they've brought in a bunch of like mid twenties people from all around the world. We've got Australians, little pieces of crap, sex addicts is what they are. That's they're from ridiculous. they're from. There's a couple Americans. There's a Canadian, some Londoners, an Irish so girl. So it's all over the world, people. Yes, and somebody from Australia even. Interesting. And they brought them all in. They haven't told them what the show is about. They know that it's kind of a sex-themed show. They just think they're going to go banging out 24 That's exactly what they think it's going to be. They pretty much think it's going to be a big orgy. But <laughs> they get there, and they hang out the first day. The first night, the producers have put these little Alexa-like devices mm-hmm. in the set in, on their little resort to communicate with the contestants. Okay. So the first night, this little thing dings and says, Hey, guys, so here are the rules. You cannot kiss, have sex... Or any other form of sexual contact while you're here. I imagine some of them want to leave at this point. Some of them were, 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 they were all shocked. Yeah. Some of them more upset than others. But so the premise is at the end, somebody would win and somebody would get this prize pool of $100,000. Yeah. But for every act that was committed by anyone in the group, anyone? Anyone in the group, this prize pool would go down. So this is. Everyone's a hundred thousand dollars essentially. Yes. Okay. Every it is it is the group's one hundred thousand dollars, and for everybody, every time somebody broke the rules, that number decreased. Okay. And it just give you a sense of what it was. The first time that somebody kissed, mm-hmm. the prize pool went down three thousand dollars. Okay, that's a big drop. Yeah, it's an expensive kiss. So that's just so that's if you just divide hundred thousand by three, Philip, you're good at math. Do you not know what a hundred divided by three is? Just do it. No, I want you to tell me. No. No, because it bothers me that you don't know that just immediately. <laughs> I was just going to have you do the quick math. It's it's incredibly simple math. What's 100 divided by 3? 33.3333. Thank you. So they bring on the Repeating. people. 
and they're they're interviewing Line them at the beginning the of this three. first episode. They're interviewing them at the beginning of the first episode, and they still don't know what the rules are. So they're they're coming in there all you know all, all cocky, horny, ready to go. Here's some things that were said. One of the first guys they bring in, the first thing that he says about himself is that he is on Christian Mingle. And he's a sex addict? He's not, I mean, not like diagnosed. So he enjoys helping these pure Christian women sin? I suppose so. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, I mean, they're all clear nymphomaniacs, but this guy, right off the bat, you know, he yeah, is, I, I mean, I'm on Christian Mingle. I, <laughs> I, I thought that was interesting. Um, that's all That's all there is to that. Same guy also said, just seconds after that, that he, with a fun fact about himself that he likes to tell his girls, is he can measure his dick by comparing it to an air freshener can. Like a Febreze can? Yeah. So, like, think about a Febreze can. That's girthy. Right? That's just something that he said. I don't, I don't know. That's something I thought was interesting. That's like, that's like the, the, the BBC meme thick. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's that's some girth. So the next girl that they brought on is a student at Florida University. The University of Florida. Am I surprised? No, not really. Maybe. Quite possibly. The most unintelligent person that I have ever seen on Netflix. Over under how many football players she slept with. Knowing Florida, probably the like whole 12. Team. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> I almost made a really terrible joke about Make it. I I, I, could, it. I couldn't formulate it in time. Say it. It was going to be now something about how Florida Florida football likes to kill people. And that, I don't know. I couldn't think of a joke. <laughs> you just wanted to throw that in a yeah, podcast. Florida football, Florida football likes to kill people. Uh, so this Florida student. This, Aaron Hernandez. I mean, really attractive blonde girl. Aaron Hernandez was also gay. Did you know that? Yeah, we found that out in his documentary. Not that we're, not that we're gay shaming, but this Florida student. I mean, yeah, no, she's really attractive. She comes in, she says, I'm a bit of a cockatoo, is how she describes herself. And you know immediately that she's stupid. And just to kind of hammer home how dumb this girl is, one of the guys introduces himself to her. You know, where are you from? And he says, I'm from Australia. Okay. And she says, Australia? he's from Australia. I literally don't know where that is. Is this Florida girl? Yes, Florida student. I don't even know what to say to that. Australia. It's a whole continent. It's a continent. She doesn't know where it is. It's, uh, it's So that's Florida girl. That's I, like she stressed me out, like listening to her talk. Ugh. Okay. Oh, next guy, next guy walks in and he is Jesus reincarnate. Okay. Uh, except that he's On covered in tattoos. Show? Yeah, he's covered in tattoos, and he's wearing like a really pirate-like, flowy linen white shirt. So uh, it's Fabio. No, he looked a lot better than Fabio. Had really nice facial looked hair. Better going. than Fabio? Yeah, had really nice facial hair going. Tight, tight, tight man bun. I liked what he had going on, but he's from Colorado, and clearly just an absolute stoner. But he actually turned out to be the most ethically sound person in the group. The most competent one. And his his favorite quote, or my favorite quote of his was, uh, you know, I've thought about just like, I don't know, just rolling the dice with my genetics and with my, uh, with my, uh, yeah, with my genetics with different ethnicities and just seeing, see, you know, seeing what works the best. 
He's a human mixing pot. Yeah, essentially that's what he said. He's like, essentially what he meant was, I thought about just like having babies with a bunch of different ethnicities, just to see what they look and just like. seeing which one is the was most the best. Yeah, and he didn't even say the most attractive. He just said the best. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, it no, makes no, don't, it makes, no, no, it makes sense. I was about to say, don't you say dare say I agree with him. I don't agree with him, but it does make sense. I mean, I see what he, I see what he's getting at. Okay. That is if children were dispensable. <laughs> the next guy, are. gigantic, gigantic black dude from London. Okay? His name is Kells. K-E-L-Z. I like that name. Thick accent. Can barely understand what he's saying, even though he's speaking English. And uh, he's got a gigantic lion tattoo on his arm. It's really sweet. And he calls himself the king of the jungle. Nice. And uh, my, fa- my favorite quote from him was, Honestly, I, I've I've played FIFA more than I've slept with girls. So, let's go FIFA. Yeah, big time FIFA guy. One of my favorite quotes from one of the other British contestants, and I forget who it was, but obviously they've got an English accent as well. And their quote was, "Having an English accent in America is like having a twelve-inch dick." What? Essentially, having an English accent in America. Yeah. You're golden. Like you're good. Oh, I get what like you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when I first heard it, I thought you said having an English accent in America is like the same as a 12 inch dick. I thought she meant like he was just saying all English people have 12 inch dicks. No, I no, took no. it a completely he's, wrong he's way. He's equating the sex appeal of an English okay. accent to a get, very massive penis. I get where you're going. Granted, he's not wrong. If you have an English accent, girls are obsessed with you. For the first week that they know you. Yeah. I, That's it's, true. That's it's true. not Kind of unfair. Yeah. You could just fake one. Australia, too. Australia is good. Yeah, Australia is honestly girls, better girls than British. Girls like Australia because they're, it's, British. Like, it's like rugged. Yeah. You know I, I like Australia. You know, Outback, do, Shrimp I, on the Bobby. I do like Australian accents a lot. Yeah. That's all the quotes that I have in that show. That's all that I wanted, honestly. I don't want to talk too much about the show. Just the quotes were uh, incredible. Other than that, just don't watch the show. Because they're all stupid it. people. It was a great, it was, yeah. Um, don't waste your time with it. Yeah. All right, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, I have one thing. I mean, you told me to think of like, or you inspired me to think of like uh, random things that were just like could jog your brain. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I thought of one that has just blown my mind since I've known about it. All it's right. the Mandela effect. Have you, like, do you know like a lot about this? I know some. It's and it's fascinating. Ridiculous. So like the Mandela effect is when the general population or like a lot of people think one thing happened, but it's actually never happened. Mm-hmm. And so to give an example, everyone knows the Berenstein Bears. Everyone knows the Berenstein Bears. And they spell it B-E-R-E-S-T-I-E-N. I don't know the Berenstein Bears. It's a it's a children's book. But I like. But everyone knows how it's spelled, and they always say well, Berenstein Bears. I don't like. I don't know who that is. I mean, I don't. Know. It's just a children's like book series. But like a lot of people know about it, and when they like, it's Berenstein Bears, and everyone, if you ask them to spell it, would spell it with an e at the end. But it's actually the Berenstain Bears. B e r e s t a i n. Berenstain Bears, and everyone think, when no, that's not right. Yes, it is. Everyone, when they're told this, is just baffled. Everyone's like, no, that can't be right. But if you go and look at the books, it's spelled with an A. 
Just everyone through their whole life has known them as the Berenstein Bears. So another one of these that I came up recent, I like thought. I got one for you too, but go ahead. Okay. I thought about recently. Have you, you've watched the Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Everyone knows that scene right before they go into like the arena. They're standing on the platforms, right? Yeah. Everyone remembers that scene. A guy steps off a second early and blows up. Do you remember that happening? Yeah. It's not in the movie. What? No. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. No, because no, I no, no, that's not okay. That's not how it works, though. But that's that's what I'm saying. It is a Mandela effect where everyone thinks this happened, but it never did. You can ask anyone. The guy stepped off the platform early and blows up. No, let me. Okay, now let me tell, let me ask you this because that's not how the Mandela effect works. But I'm saying it's an it's an example what? of the Mandela effect. No, no, no. I'm telling you that it's that it's not. Okay, it's an abstract example. It? I'm telling you, that's probably in the movie. It's probably just been deleted. What camera angle do you have in mind? From what from what direction are we looking at this man in this scene? It's like a it's like a side angle. Like you see him on the platform. It's like pretty like decently far away, and like Katniss is looking like what watching side? at all the people. His left side. Yeah. No. No. I know. No. No. I know the scene that you're talking about. It's it, not. There. It was in. It was at some point in the movie. That's but, the thing, though. Now we can cut things out of movies. But. It's not. If you go and watch a DVD, it's not in the movie. So I'm saying they can. They probably took it out of the DVD. But I'm just saying it's not there. But it happened. Like obviously that happened. I mean, I I really hope so because if not, we're all messed up. No, because you and I both have the exact same memory of the exact same scene. That's not how. I mean, that it's kind of how it works, but that's not gonna happen. Do this. Spell Chick Fil A. C H I C F I L A. Well, that's just incorrect. What? C H I C dash F I L dash A. Oh, you're wrong on every account. Well, how do you spell it? Well, some people remember it as C H I C K, like the word chick. Yeah. And then Phil A. Some people, myself included, would have said C H I K. I don't think I've ever Phil said C H I K, though. Okay, well, then we're just wrong here. No, because C H I C has never happened. But C-H-I-K versus C-H-I-C-K is a big one. It's C-H-I-C-K if you go look now. Okay. But I distinctly remember <clears throat> C-H-I-K being how it was spelled. Okay, here's another one. Spell Looney Tunes. L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-U-N-E-S. Okay, well, you're right. But the thing is, everyone always spells it two O's. T-O-O-N-S. Looney Tunes. No. That's just, that's just something that other people do. Does Curious George have a tail? Yeah, it's a monkey. No, he doesn't. That's not something that I remember, though. That's just something that I assume. Okay, is it sex in the city or sex and the city? It's sex and the city. Correct. But everyone says sex in the city. That's just not somebody not paying attention. Um, spell Febreze. It's, it's F-E-B-R-E-E-Z. No. What? F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. There's not two E's. What? Exactly. Spell Oscar Mayer. Or Skechers. Spell Skechers. Skechers. Skechers, everyone S-K-E-C-H-E-R. Yes. There's no T, but a lot of people spell it with a T. Um, what's another one? There's Fruit Loops. Everyone spells fruit regularly. That's wrong. 
It's yeah, two it's O's F-R-O-O-T. and, and their, their Fruit Loops. See, most of this is just people not paying attention. Um, trying to think. But there are... Does, oh, okay, here's one. Does the Monopoly Man have a monocle? No, he does not. Correct. There, But we think of Mr. Peanut. See, it's just association. But there are a lot of things, uh, re- reports of the Mandela, Mandela Effect that revolve around events. Yeah. That we think occurred, uh-huh. but never did. 9-11. <laughs> the, the moon landing. But, the moon landing. But, no, that's that's what the most that's interesting reports are. Of, hey, do you remember when this happened? Yeah. It never yeah. did. People just remember events that never actually happened. That's what I find most fascinating about the Mandela Effect. Okay. Did the Fruit of the Loom logo have a cornucopia behind it? I don't... Uh, yeah, at some point. No. Yeah. What? False. What am I think? What am I thinking of something else then? I mean, I don't know, but it doesn't have a cornucopia on it. See, these are just misremembrations. If that's a word, I don't think it's a word. People. Okay, this one's weird. There are a lot of theories about this one, but so many people have claimed that she used that the Mona Lisa used to have a more obvious smile. No, that's actually that's okay. I don't want to like get too nerdy, but it's an artistic feature that Da Vinci used. In painting it. Uh-huh. So it's like she looks like she's smiling, but if you actually go look at it, she's not. In the same way that the eyes follow you across the room. Yeah. And it's proportionate from every different angle. Uh-huh. It's really interesting. It's like he's he managed to paint it three-dimensionally. That's kind of why it works the way that it I don't know. It's really interesting. Oh, Star Wars. Okay. What is the most famous line from Star Wars? Luke, I am your father. He doesn't say Luke. Yeah, I know. He doesn't say Luke. He I just knew that. says, I am your father. Everyone always says, Luke, I am your father. No, he just says, I am no, your father. No, and it's, I yeah. am your father. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, just the Mandela effect in general is just crazy. No, me. it's super interesting. And like, if you look up like people like on YouTube, if you watch people who like talk about this, it messes with your brain. Yeah. But again, the most like, I was just, I just thought of that because of that Hunger Games scene recently, because I don't, I remember seeing it, but I watched the movie and it wasn't there. That's really interesting. And I was just, I was just waiting for it, and it didn't happen. And I was I need to so look that confused. up because that I I distinctly remember it. Maybe they cut it out in the DVDs, but I distinctly remember that being a part of the movie. Yeah. Um. So. Well, I also have a bit of a conspiracy thing. Okay. That I have been just itching to talk about for quite some time. Is now. this is this what you got tweeted about? Yeah, I, I got into a little Twitter alter- altercation about it. Not altercation. Not altercation, but yeah, I, did, I did tweet about it. Um, birds, uh-huh. birds are not real, okay? And um, let me first of all say, some birds are real. Some birds are not real. Let me also say, I do not buy into this conspiracy, but it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But you bought and a shirt. And there's some clout to it. I bought the shirt because the shirt's cool. There's some <laughs> so clout to it. you bought into this theory. If it flies, it spies. So back in back in the forties, World War II happened and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. So America wins the war, the Allied powers win the <laughs> war, and uh, communism falls. But there's still a threat of communism in America. Correct. And a lot of a lot of big time stars, rich people, millionaires, you know, the powerful people in America. There's a big fear of communists, and people who are suspected to be communists get blackballed. Well, Dwight D. Eisenhower decides. With the coercion of the CIA, which was actually, you may not know this, the CIA was created to uh, seek out and punish, or not punish, but capture and detain yeah. communists. 
So they decided we need to be able to spy on people without them realizing it. So what we're going to do, and there's large reports that everybody that was in powerful positions in the CIA at this time had a great hatred for birds, all birds. So they had an idea because something like they kept pooping on their cars. I don't know. Their idea was let's kill all the birds and replace them with robot birds that we're going to use as surveillance robots. So they're just drones? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yes. They're drones. They're government drones. Now, hear me out. Okay, I'm listening. So they all hated birds. So they all killed birds. And there, there are documents and recordings to uh, confirm that they really didn't like birds, which is hilarious. So there's also documented a disappearance of birds over this year, year and a half span uh-huh. after these meetings happened and during the whole communist scare. Yeah. Then all of a sudden they're back. What happened? Well, about that time, the Vietnam War started up somewhere okay. in the mid-50s. You've really done your research for this. Yeah, I read about it the other night. So why did we start the Vietnam War? There's a reasonable answer, but a lot of people believe that we didn't actually get into the Vietnam War for the reason that we say that we did. Mm-hmm. And it's not just bird conspiracy theories. It's a lot of people who believe that. So to make a drone, you need a specific kind of metal. Yeah. That would work in a drone that they're trying to build. There's a specific chemical, or not chemical, but compound material that goes into making this metal. Well, guess where the third largest storehouse of this compound is? Where? South Vietnam. Okay. So, what we did was we lied about a ship attack on an American, on an American military vessel mm-hmm. by the Vietnamese... We use that as an excuse to invade Vietnam, but instead of invading Vietnam, we merely push far enough to sneak in, capture all of this, I believe it was coaxum, yeah. truck it back onto a boat, bring it back to America, and you've heard about the Denver airport, right? Yeah, the Denver airport And the airport big underground freaky. chambers? Yeah, I'm not, I ain't That was one that. of a few factories where they sent all this metal and began producing these robot drones, and there were, I believe, 22 different factories around the country that produced these drones so that they could produce them specific to the region okay. that looked like birds from that region. And okay. the Denver airport was one of these. I don't know of any other locations. And maybe they, and the idea is that they've, they've quit, but that they did it. Uh-huh. And that is where the, the birds aren't real movement came from. And I'm totally, I'm totally on board with it. Honestly, I said, I didn't yeah. believe it. And I don't believe that birds aren't real now. And like, now, I don't believe you, now that we you've have, convinced yourself. Yeah, I don't believe that we have like birds fly, like drones flying around now disguised as birds. Uh-huh. But I think that back then, it's a very real possibility. The facts are there. Okay. You just have to have a little bit of faith. Uh, I mean, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> now I'm just not, I'm going to shoot every bird that comes near me now. Okay. Let me, let me give you some simpler things that have been on my mind. Okay. So last week I did talk about birds again. But I talked about how uh, I watched a bird do something very athletic and, you know, are birds athletes? I don't know. So that's kind of, I since y'all enjoyed listening to me say that so much, I uh, took note of some other things of that nature that interested me this week. Okay. First one. Have you ever noticed how tall trees are? I can't say that. Go outside. The next time that. you get a chance, go outside and look at a tree. They are so tall. 
and there's so much mass to them. Yeah. It's unbelievable how tall trees are. Okay. Even just around, you know, suburban neighborhoods. Correct. You know how tall the tallest tree in the world is? How tall? 380 feet. That doesn't seem that tall. doesn't seem that tall, but think about laying it down on a football field. You'd have to walk the length of the football field and then another 30 yards to get to the top of the tree. Okay, it's tall. It is 80, no, 75 feet taller than the Statue of Liberty. Really? Yep. Okay, that blows my mind a little yep. bit. It is 65 feet taller than Big Ben. Than Big Ben? Yeah. Uh-huh. Where is this tree? I don't know. It's called. I want to go see uh, it. Is it in America? Hyperion tree. I think it it might be out towards the redwoods. I want to say. So it's in America, you think? Maybe. I I don't know. I didn't do that much research. Okay. I just, trees are tall. Road trip. And I've been thinking about that a lot. Road trip. Road trip. Something else I've been thinking about. Uh, Charles Darwin hit the nail on the head with natural selection. Here's another thing. Have you ever thought about how weird it is that somebody came up with letters and numbers? Yes. Like, think about, like, the a weirdest letter. You know what I mean? J. Yeah, J. Sure. Q. Yeah. Who came up with that? B. I don't know. Uh, why Why does it look like it? Why does it look the way that okay, it does? Okay, I think about things like that often. Yeah. Like, why, why do we call it a cell phone? Think about the number five. Yeah. That's such a weird looking number. And where did they, who decided that it was going to look they, like that? How did they get the like they all? Everyone always used to use Roman numerals. So it just it, it used I to love just Roman it numerals. used to just be lines. So who came up with like the American symbols for these like uh, numbers? You know, not no, 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 it's American wild. Symbols, it's wild, but just like not Roman numerals. Why are there Why are there that many different languages? I get like. You know, Tower biblically Babel. Tower of Babel, but like, you know? Um, okay, so another thing. We never hear our own voice. The same way as everyone else hears it. Well, no, just like we never hear it. Like we can hear it through recordings and other things, but yeah. we never hear ourselves speak through okay. sound waves at least. We hear it through the vibrations in our jawbone. Yeah. That's wild. That is wild. Also, why do you think we always sound different, or we think we sound? Yeah, different because in we hear vibrations through our jawbones, where other people hear actual sound waves. My voice is hot, but when I listen to this podcast, I'm not thinking that. You think that your voice is hot in yeah. your head? Your voice is hot, absolutely. And I'm sure it's just like the thing, like if like your name is one of the most attractive words in the English dictionary. Don't you just love it when someone says Philip? No. Okay, I do. That's. That's weird. You call me a narcissist. <laughs> but you think that you think that your voice is hot. I've never yeah. once thought that in my life. I think I sound like maybe good. when I wake up and like Especially my, my voice think, is gone. I think I'm a terrific singer. You know? Oh, that's confidence. That's different though. That's a skill that you have. But like, am I a good singer or is that just what my bo- my jawbone is no, telling me? It's still me? different though. Of course, being a good singer is objective as well, or subjective as well. Yeah. Now that's if you said I'm a good basketball player, like I mean, you're not, you know. But if you say I'm a good singer, well, nobody can argue with that. Okay. But saying that your own voice is hot, it's I don't. Hot. Oh, I don't like that. It's hot. Something else I've been thinking about. This is my last one of these. I think holidays don't make any sense. Like, why do we have holidays to celebrate events? Yeah. Why do we celebrate things? Because they were important. 
Okay, give me one. 9-11. We don't celebrate 9-11. <laughs> but we remember it. <laughs> okay, that, okay, no, no, no. That's actually, that's a really good point, actually. Okay, so we remember 9-11. Give me a holiday. Christmas. Okay, why do we do Christmas? To celebrate Christ's birth. Okay, but like, what are we doing? How, do we, how are we celebrating Christ's birth? Well, you're supposed to be thinking of others. Okay. That's, that's the thought, but I mean, as a kid, you're just getting gifts from a weird guy who looks in your room and knows what you're doing all the time. That's true. That's that's different, though, because it's like religious, but I don't think that we're supposed to be thinking of others. Okay. I don't think that's what's what a, I think we're supposed to be thinking about an, Jesus. What's a worldwide holiday, then? I'm not even thinking worldwide. My first thought was July 4th. Okay. Our Let's think about July 4th. Yeah. Why do we do what we do on July 4th? Like fireworks and barbecues yeah. also? Because we're free? Okay, great. Yeah, we're free, but like, why do we? Why do we choose I, I one day to drink and shoot fireworks and? I don't know. You know what but I mean? But like, it's just like, why do we have to stop? The, well, this thought came from like, why do we drink to celebrate holidays or to celebrate things? Wait, I think I have but, a theory. And it, it Remember, evolved to this. Think about the Star Spangled Banner. Fireworks, bombs bursting in air. Okay. Using. Great. I, say, I mean, what are we like paying homage that, to our national but I anthem? Say Francis Scott is a little bit of uh, like why we have fireworks. What? Well, so Francis Scott because he wrote like he wrote 17, the Star Spangled Banner. Whatever, yeah, and he he saw the bombs bursting in air. I think that's just what that's supposed to represent. You know what I'm saying? Do you get Do you get that, where okay? I'm going great, with that? but like why? Because why we're we free. Just, why don't we just take that day and appreciate? That we are Because Americans. what are you going to do to appreciate but it? But that's my whole point. Why can't we just live our lives? So what know? would you? What would be your alternative? Nothing. Doing nothing. See, that's I'm not, not saying that's, that's not I'm fun. not saying it's better. Nobody said it wasn't fun. But why did we decide that holidays were an excuse to just, I don't know, get drunk and do stupid things like shoot fireworks, which I mean are really stupid. They're fun, but they're stupid. I mean, I don't know. There's not like a specific reason, but there's not like a specific reason to a lot of things. I, I, I it's just what's the more happens. I think about it, the less sense it makes. Okay, well don't we choose, think about it. Just enjoy days. it. Cinco de Mayo. Why do you we celebrate your birthday to just do nothing? That's a great question. I, Why that's do we celebrate? That I, our I've thought about. That's something that I think is a little pointless. I don't like, want to get older. If in reality we should be celebrating your mother, who pushed you out on that. That day. is true. That's a good point. Guys should never celebrate birthdays because they don't go through birth or they don't give birth. Yeah. But it's like, I don't celebrate other people's birthdays. You know what I mean? Hot like take of somebody, the week. Somebody, <laughs> somebody's birthday was the other day when my friend's birthday was the other day. And a pretty good friend of mine. And uh-huh. I just like, I saw something about it. You know, Facebook told me that it was his birthday. And I said, oh, it's his birthday. Yeah. Good for him. I'm really, you know, I'm glad. Well, like, I'm glad do anything that, special I'm glad, to deserve I'm glad that. that we are friends. Congrats, you were a year older. But why? And that, that was it. I thought about him for a minute. I appreciated him in my own head. And then I kept going with my day. Okay. Why do we do anything more than that for anything else? Uh, I don't know. Some things are subjectively larger events than others. So like you want to celebrate them for longer or dedicate a whole day to that? Maybe so. But it still like, doesn't make any sense to me. No one would know that we got our independence on July 4th if we didn't celebrate July 4th. Who cares? Do you? I, when, when is when is Australia's Independence Day? I don't know, but people in Australia know exactly. What what, what are, are we telling other Americans when our Independence Day is? Who are we displaying it to? Ourselves. It's, that, just, it's just a reminder. 
I'm reminded every day when I wake up and I'm in America. Okay, but you don't specifically think, hmm, this is a big event that we got our independence from Britain on this day. Because it doesn't matter. But it does. No, it doesn't matter. That was, that was 230, 40 years ago. But if it didn't happen, we would still be under British rule. But it did happen, and, and I'm a free American now. And we should celebrate that. And shooting off fireworks one day a year doesn't change anything about our country. I mean, I'm not saying it does. And it doesn't influence my free... I don't know. I don't know. I got really deep in that one the other yeah. day, though. Well, while we were looking at this, I have some news on the, the Hunger Games Mandela effect. Okay. I looked it up. <clears throat> and again, this is a, a wiki page, a wiki fandom page. Yeah, I can't trust that. I can't, but... It does say this. If a tribute steps off too early, the mines detonate and kill the tribute by blowing them sky high. The slightest provocation... I'm going to skip over that so I don't sound like an idiot. We're cutting that out. Provocation? Yeah. <laughs> so I did pronounce it right. Almost. You got halfway through it. Yeah, but I second-guessed myself when I did it. Once a tribute dropped her token, they all get a token. Like Katniss is, is the Mockingjay pin that she gets. Uh, a tribute dropped her token, a small wooden ball, on the ground before the minute was up. It fell on the ground and blew up, therefore blowing her up as well. So they did, the tribute didn't step off like everyone remembers. She dropped something and then was blown up because of it. And it was a girl as well. Yeah, and I thought it was a guy. Yeah, you're right. The gender was subjected. Remembered it incorrectly. Yeah. There you go. That's crazy. Oh, Thank one more you, thing. Wiki Fandom. One more thing. Do you ever think about how crazy wind is? Yes. Wind is ridiculous. It's just moving air. And I'm sure there's a forecaster and a meteorologist out there that could tell us the deep science of wind and how but, it happens. Well, yeah, and how why it, like, does it happen? How the tides affect it and all why, this. And why blah, is blah, blah. anything moving? Like air or water? Like, why, I, I always I see the moon. Know. But yeah, why is why is yeah, wind? I don't know why how, is there wind? I don't really understand like the science behind the moon. And that the one makes a lot of sense. It doesn't to me, because I mean, I, don't, I haven't really done much research yeah, okay. into it other than seventh grade science, but... Yeah, my high school physics class taught me a lot about that. But, I didn't take physics. I got to skip over that. But yeah, wind wind is wind is crazy. It's It can be so powerful, and it's literally nothing. Interesting. I don't know. That's okay. That's my last one. All right, you want to get to our top five? Top three. Yeah, top three. Top so three. So our top three celebrities that we would like to have dinner with, hang out with, hang for, out a with for a day, yeah, for an evening... Yeah. Whatever. You go first. Go with your number one. Okay, first. my number one is John Mayer. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Very interesting guy. Super low-key. Definitely knows how to have a good time. And Chill. it's going to be a great conversation. And also, you don't know what's going to come out Exactly. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. My first one is kind of along those lines. Different genre of music, but Post Malone. Okay. I, I, that just sounds like a... Wild day. I don't know that I can look Post at Post Malone for more than a few minutes but without see, getting uncomfortable. I don't care. He's just such a, a cool, chill guy. Like he plays video games on like streams and is like mowing people down and being like, just like I do, like get out of my game, kid. Like he's just one of us, and I feel like it would just be so cool to just spend the day with him. I feel like we'd be really tight. Yeah, he's one. He's my number one. My number two is uh, Taylor Swift. Gross. I She's going to write a I song about Taylor you, dude. Swift. You're going to get swifted, oh, bro. Great. No, I love Taylor Swift. You're going to get you're gonna get swifted. I don't really have a good reason for that. I just, I like her music a lot. 
and I think it, she's like fun to hang out with. You know, she likes burritos. I know that. I expected more from you. For Have a burrito. Two answer. Okay. Well, what's your number two? My number two is Taylor Lewan of the Tennessee Titans. See, I, I don't. There's I'm not, going, there's not an athlete the, out there other I'm than going, like Michael Jordan that I'm I would want to hang out with. I'm going on the fun side. Yeah, I mean, you know me too. Taylor Swift's not fun, but Come like on. fun for me is like doing nothing and watching TV, you okay, know. And I feel fair. like she'd be fun. Fun to do that for way. me is doing something incredibly stupid and just it has no meaning or no yeah, point to that's it fine. at all. That's but fine. Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan is a that. chill guy. We everyone in, who's a Titans fan calls him the daddy of Nashville because he he refers to himself as such. And I mean, he's just one of those guys that I would love to just sit down and talk to. Have us yeah. on hey, have us on the podcast, Taylor. We'll come <laughs> on busting with the boys. All right. My number three is uh Ryan Gosling. Interesting. Yeah. I again, okay, so you're going along the lines of you can't look at post Malone for a long time. I can't look at Ryan Gosling for a long time what? because I'm going to feel terrible about okay. myself. Yeah, good. I didn't know where you were going for that. I was really, I was really worried. No, no, no. He's Ryan gonna Gosling make me is feel maybe the most attractive guy. So small and just insignificant and ugly that it's I could I don't do think it. that he would though. See, I feel like he would. If you just like look at his look at now, his face, look at his eyes. I feel like I he's gonna think, make you feel I welcome. I may think that because of the movie he was in, um, the rom com movie. Everyone knows it. What, why can't I think of it? Can't say that I do. It's not the Notebook. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, where he is just this bachelor who goes to bars and just picks up women and takes them back and swoons them and then does the dirty dancing move he's so much more than that though i need you to understand that that is is so much more than that oh i'm sure he He has such incredibly deep roles that's the only like thing i see him as as the guy who's is it doing patrick swayze's move in dirty dancing yeah that's uh I don't know. I think it'd be a blast, and he had some good stories too. I'm sure he'd have some great stories. But and like, I would, I, I would look hotter by association, just being with Ryan Gosling, or uglier by association. He's that hot. That's true. I didn't think about He's that. just gonna make you look so bad. Um, I my third one is kind of like a like a group, but the Pardon My Take gang. Okay. I yeah. I almost I almost put them. Love the Pardon My Taking. Big Cat, PFT, Hank, Bubba. Um, Billy football, those guys, if I just got to spend two hours with them, I would be content with life. Yeah. That would be a good time. We made this podcast because we love listening to their podcast so much. Like we love pardon my take. And I just, their episode the other day where they were playing dungeons and dragons, I could not stop laughing. (laughs) It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I was, we were listening to somebody play dungeons. Exactly. And it, it was, was so entertaining. It was wild. But that would be my number three of who I'd want to hang yeah, out Yeah, that's with. a good one. But that's pretty much all I got. Do you have any, like... Yeah, I got a few honorable mentions, actually. Because yeah, there, there were a lot that I thought of that just didn't make the top three. And they probably could have, though. I've got Chris Harrison. Okay, explain that one. Why? He seems like a really, really cool guy. I don't know. He's just like a really down-to-earth, kind of doesn't let his status get to him. And... That, I feel like he doesn't do much. Granted, that's that coupled for you. with he would have some phenomenal stories. Yeah. Okay. Just incredible stories from all his all of his years on The Bachelor. Yeah. That's why that's why I thought of him. And he just seems like a really fun guy to hang out with. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, John Krasinski, Emma Watson, <laughs> Peyton Manning, and uh, Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann Sluice from yeah. The Bachelor. Yeah. Why? I just I don't know. 
Volse. Just have a good, just have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a UT gal. We can talk some Hot. football. Hot. You just talk UT sports <laughs> with her. Oh boy. Did you have any honorable mentions? I didn't have any honorable mentions. No. None. No. I came up with three, and that was pretty much it. Oh. There's not a lot of people who I'd be like, eh, I really wish I could spend like a day with them. Oh, I could go forever. Cause like. Donald Trump. <laughs> that would be a good Donald da, Trump but not President Donald Trump. No, no, no. Yeah, like like 2004 Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Like 2004 Apprentice Donald uh-huh. Trump. That would be fun. Yeah, I'd that love like uh, like a 2012 McConaughey. Maybe not even 2004, maybe like 1980 Donald Trump. Where he just if you could random, choose, if you could choose randomly shows up at frat parties and <laughs> absolutely just pulls babes. If you could choose people from different eras, yeah, that'd be that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a good one. Yeah, like early two thousand, early two thousands, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head either, but I don't know. Yeah, I could go on forever of just people that I would love to sit down with for yeah, a little there's while. No, there's not that many people that I would just be like, I really want to sit down with them because, like, ooh, I would mm. see just. That's not like appealing to me. You know what I'm saying? I get that, yeah. But it I mean it, yeah. I just like to hear stories. Sometimes I get bored with stories. Unless they're really intense stories, I just get bored with stories cuz some people aren't good storytellers. It's true. But I, I feel like of all friends, of these people would be good storytellers cuz most of them are actors. I have a I have a lot of friends who like are very funny, but they can't like tell a story. They can't spit it out. Yeah. And then they end the story and you're like, that's the end like you could have come around with that at a different like <laughs> angle or whatever, but like that's I just get sometimes I get bored with stories and yeah, so that's pretty much my reasoning. Ooh, uh, the Property Brothers. They seem. I like would a love good to time. help the Property Brothers like demo a house and Chip, then redo Chip and, jo- it. Chip and Joanna. Chip and Joanna would be a good one. Um, Kevin Hart. <laughs> I would love to spend a day with Kevin Hart. You Mark, know that man can yeah. tell stories well. Mark Cuban. I also would love to see yeah. David Mark Cuban. I would just get business advice from him. Probably, that's true. I'd be like, tell me how to make this podcast big, Mark. <laughs> All right, should we get to The Bachelor? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about The Bachelor, this week's episode. Dramatic episode this time. It was dramatic. It, it was, was a lot more drama than we normally yes. get. Last week, it was a little bit of drama. This week, we had a lot of drama, a lot of things going on. And I bet, I bet anyone out there who's listening can guess who it revolves around. It revolves around Julia. And Brandon the, the demon slut. sent straight from hell. I don't know. Look, okay, no, no, that's pretty harsh. I don't that know. That is harsh. Look, Julia, but like, she still. sucks. She sucks. She sucks. She does. And she doesn't, but she doesn't realize that she yeah. sucks. You and made I this don't comment earlier, think, and I yeah. agreed. And I don't think that she's necessarily being intentional about it, which does, I think work to her credit a little bit yeah that she's not intentionally being terrible but the fact that she's not aware of it does the opposite i, I think yes. it takes away from her she like, thinks she's a thing, pretty little princess and yeah she's it's gonna get thing, everything she wants it's one thing to be a piece of crap and know it <laughs> like you like me but it's a totally other thing to you know to just be completely oblivious to the fact that you are a terrible person yeah i mean i i have a i have a hatred for her Really? She's just the one of those people who just gets on my nerves. And just, it, she can't, like, she will be necess- not necessarily doing anything, like, wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's just that she's doing it. I'm like, ah. Yeah, I get that. Like I get you. that. I get don't that. I get don't that. like I get that you're doing that. Yeah. But I, I, and I will give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. Because it's about Brandon. 
And all of her uh-huh. drama stems from Brandon. There were other yes. people caught in the crossfire, but Brandon is the source. And Brandon, we've been on his case since the very beginning. We're back on the Brandon as a slut. The absolute train. whore. It's it's ugly. It's, it's bad. ugly. And it came to fruition in this episode. Uh-huh. So uh, to get into a little backstory of this episode, we're gonna like first off, frick the producers of The Bachelor. They just I'm beginning again. to really appreciate what they do. They work, <laughs> they work overtime so for these just everything. So the premise of this episode is everyone is like on edge, nervous because now it's a singing competition. Yeah. It's a singing competition, but while you're singing, you're also being judged on your chemistry on stage. They don't know anything mm-hmm. that's ha- like the judges don't know anything that's happening behind the scenes. So everyone again is like on edge, like, okay, now we have to like produce. We have to perform now. Yeah, we're accepted in our relationships now, more uh-huh. or less. Yes. Now it's about our performances. But Chris Harrison comes in on this episode and he's like I know you're all nervous to see me. I know, blah, blah, blah. But right now, we're not going to do, I'm not going to give you out your song selections or anything uh, for this next performance, but we're going to mix it up a little bit. And granted, this probably was a good thing that happened because it, like, it tested did, it everybody. It did a lot of good, and it, but it also, it did what it was created to do. The winnowing fork, if you will. Uh huh. So Chris Harrison comes in and says, okay, we know that everyone is comfortable. Which being comfortable in a relationship is never a good thing. You know this. But he comes in and says, now that you're all comfortable with who you're with, blah, 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 we're going to send you on a date. But it's not with the person that you think it would be with. Mm -hmm. And so he comes out. And again, of course, they're watching the show too. They know what's happening behind the scenes. So they know who to split up Mm -hmm. with who. So Jamie goes with Ryan. They had their thing the beginning i mean their date it didn't really show much of it but no, it, it looked like it looked like it went okay yeah and the whole time they were just talking about the person that they're yes. with and they that was solidified right there jamie's with trevor ryan is with natasha natasha yeah whatever her name is and the same uh-huh. went for chris and, and rudy. rudy yeah they sent, they sent them on a both, date which that one was a little like there wasn't really anything between them. They just had to split up those two couples. Yeah, just for the they sake did. Of doing it, it did seem that they split up the two most solid couples. Yes, I think. Yeah, with and Chris put them yeah. together, which basically is like we're just we know you're gonna go back to who you're with. Yeah, because Chris and Bree are together. Big into Matt, Chris. We yeah. know you're big into Bree, and we know that's not gonna change. But the big one, the big one was that the producers, after last week, Brandon choosing Savannah. Yeah, so if the you remember last week, or if yeah. you're not keeping up, last week, Brandon the man whore chose this other little girl that he had gone on a date with earlier in the season uh-huh. as his partner, as his performing buddy, whatever. And Julia, in a bit of a concession, went back to Jesus sure. Sheridan. Yeah, rebound that basketball. I mean, a little bit. It was. A, I mean, but it was. It, was it wasn't a rebound. a rebound. It was just though. kind of a like a it safety was, net. Yeah, I'm. I want to stay on the show. Yeah, and. So they go they go on this date. Brandon and Julia go on a date. Yeah. And Julia has been into Brandon the whole time. Yes. And Brandon obviously is still figuring things out because that's what all sluts are saying. I'm just figuring things out. Just yeah. I'm, I'm just, experimenting. Well, yeah. Um and but the the weird thing was theirs was the only like true real date. 
Everyone else, the other yeah. dates stayed near just the house. Just to hung out at the Chris villa. Chris and uh, Rudy just went like up the hill a hundred yards yeah. away and whipped out some binoculars and they and gave them looking. binoculars to spy on the people in the mansion. Just more Which, incredible oh, stuff from the was producers. Hilarious. Yeah. I loved that. And it was so funny because they were just looking at their partners through the binoculars. Like, yeah, it was what hilarious. What are they doing? I'm just going to spy on them, blah, 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 make sure they're not doing anything. And then, I mean, again, we didn't see much of Jamie and Ryan's date, but they were in some kind of like free flowy clothes looked like they were going to a meditation session very or strange it was interesting and we didn't get really backstory to that but we didn't need it it wasn't it wasn't like useful to the progression of the show no. but totally random jamie or julia and brandon got to go to the roxy one of the most popular iconic music venues yeah. in la and they met up with this music writer the songwriter, this producer guy who has written songs for Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift. Yeah, big time. Big time guy. And they got to sing a song on like the Roxy stage and write a song mm-hmm. here. First thing I'm going to say about this date. The songwriter that they were paired with was as high as a kite. Oh, yeah. They're zero He had doubt. these like pink glasses. Ozzy Osbourne like, glasses. Typical music. Hoodie up. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. Beanie on under hoodies. Yes. If you paid close attention, high as a kite. Did not know where he was. It was great. Probably didn't even probably doesn't even watch the show, but just knows that like, yeah, I was on this show, blah blah blah. But just he's like doesn't oh, remember. Yeah, yeah, no way he yeah, remembers the being there. At all. Yeah. But so they write this song, and at the end of it, Julia and Brandon kiss. I think just, I mean, they didn't just kiss. I think okay. they started mapping. They 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 mapped. Yeah 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 yeah. I couldn't remember. And so of course that stirs the pot. And just like, that's what Julia has wanted. And she, again, pretty little princess, gets what she wants. This is true. And she... She somehow winds her way into what she wants every single time. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I hate those people. True. They're the worst. Yep. And so after this date, after they get done macking, they go back to the house. And everyone, of course, is like, everyone else is back from their date. And everyone else is like, where the heck are... Brandon and Julia like why aren't they back yet why is their date so much longer which is valid I don't know why they yeah it spent was probably thousands of dollars on that date wildly unfair yeah bucks on a pair of binoculars for Chris and Rudy to go spy on people <laughs> and then which for reference I would much prefer oh than absolutely <laughs> it'd be so much more fun but they get back and immediately right when she walks in the door Julia goes I need to talk to Sheridan and goes and grabs him from the group and they walk off and Sheridan, and, this whole time, poor guy, has just been writing a song. And the other sad thing is, I think Sheridan has drank the house dry of wine. Probably. I didn't see any there wine tonight. No they were probably wine. out of it. I think Sheridan has drank it all. L.A., no wine left. Yes. Sheridan drank all of it. I, it's gone. Yeah, the, I don't know. His tall, it looked like he had a glass of water, which for him, that's so sad. Yeah. That's that's not Brandon had Sheridan. a glass of water too. Did you notice that? Pretty much the entire he the did. entirety of that one scene. Big thirsty boy. Big dramatic important conversation yeah. and like every two sentences he would just take a big swig of water. Uh-huh. Because he knew he was in the deep end. Yes, he knew he was, he was in trouble. But so they go and they talk and Sheridan has just been waiting, he's been nervous and like he obviously knows something's wrong when Julia immediately takes him and doesn't seem happy to and see And Matt him with the quote of the episode Looks oh. at Rudy and goes, uh, that, that doesn't look like it's going to be a good uh, yeah, he a says, positive conversation. <laughs> Which is hilarious yeah. because Matt's just chilling and he's yeah. just like, that's not going to be positive. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not going <laughs> to be a good conversation. So they go and Julia just can't spit it out for some reason. 
season. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. She loves to just kind of drag it out. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's t- intentional, but yeah. she drags it out. And she like she knew exactly what she needed to say yeah. and just didn't. She starts talking to him and starts saying all this like BS and blah blah blah, and Sheridan's just like egging her on, like. He's just like egging her on and just like, what is, what is like, what are you trying to say to me right now? Like, just spit it out. And she, she then goes back into defensive mode. Mm-hmm. Why are you being so mean to me? Like, I'm trying to like talk to you and, you're, and he's just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean to you, but like, I just need, like, I've had a rough day and yeah. I just need to know what's about to happen. Yeah. Which he was and, not being mean at all. No. Not he was at just all. asking he was questions just, of her that needed to be asked. Was, yeah. And she was dragging it on for no reason. And she could have just said yeah, it. He, right he there was just he, like, what are you trying to say? The anticip- like, I just, the, I don't know why you're being mean to me. Yeah. The anticipation oh was killing it. My blood pressure rose. But, and so she, she eventually tells him, she says, I, I do still have feelings for Brandon. Mm-hmm. And I think, and she, she started off by saying, I think I've kind of figured out, figured it out tonight. Honey. Yeah, that hurts. No, you didn't. Well, no, she didn't, but she thought she did. Yeah. But, so Sheridan's like, okay, well, there's no reason for me being here anymore, because I didn't, he was all in on Julia for Yeah, he Don't was. Don't know why, but the poor guy was. Yeah. Ends it, and tosses in the towel. Tosses in the towel, says goodbye, and everyone is just like, shocked, because everyone loved Sheridan. Yeah. He was the nicest guy in the house, all of this, and just... Didn't cause any drama, but was sucked up in it. Mm-hmm. And he tosses in the towel. He leaves. He goes, and he's just like, "I'm like, I can't believe that just happened." Like, yeah. he thought they were doing great, especially yeah. after they had well, the and best she because she told him that they season. did. Like, yeah. They, yeah, they performed really well before last left, episode. Before she left, she was like, told him like, "It's gonna be okay." Yeah, like I'm. She was confident in where they were at. Yeah. Well, then Brandon she, big she continued fat to assure away. him. Uh-huh. In their relationship, and then completely turned on it. Yeah, and then Brandon's yeah. Brandon's big fat lips got in the way and messed yes. everything up for Jesus and Sheridan. And... <laughs> but so then leaves the thing of Brandon has all the power now. Yeah, Brandon can pick Savannah He's got two or girls. Julia. Yeah, and just for the record, one is just way more desirable than the other. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and granted, he might not see the behind the scenes. He might of all not. This, he might not. But when he goes back, he's gonna realize. Yeah, he'll know. Probably made a mistake. There. He'll know. I also feel bad for Julia going back and watching this and being like, "Dang, I was, I was <laughs> yes. terrible. Yes, I was, I was a the antagonist. Human being." But so Brandon is like, "Okay, I have to go talk to Savannah." Yeah, and he's like, "Let's go talk. Let's chat." Well, I think Julia with. sends Sheridan home and goes and tells Brandon, "Sheridan's gone. Uh-huh. It's you. Yes. Like you have to decide." And I really think she did put it in his hands. Uh-huh. So yeah, Savannah. Who has been with Brandon the past couple episodes? Yes, and has really just kind of committed to him. Yeah, and it, it appears as though they, he had done the same. Uh huh. And he had told her that they had done. Yeah, the same. and obviously he was with Julia first, so Savannah knows. You know, okay, there's still a bit of a thing there, but I she believed it would work out because he told her that it would, and yeah. he told Savannah, "I'm gonna go talk to Julia real quick, and just you know we'll all t- see what's up, and then I'll come back and we'll be good." Yeah. Goes and talks to Julia. I don't remember if they kissed or not. But who? Uh, Julia and Brandon. No, 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 I don't think they no. right there. And then comes back to talk to Julia, Brandon does. And Julia is, not Julia, comes back to talk to Savannah. Yes. And Savannah is ready for just the, okay, she's gone, we're good, yeah. let's do it. That's not what happens. He gets so defensive. And But the, the first thing he says, granted, 
props to him. He said what his heart felt. Yeah. And, like, he told her the truth, which needed to be said. But he then quickly spiraled downhill. He said, I have, I do still have feelings for Julia. And, and that's then she starts okay. But you she starts me, questioning. Yeah. You told me that you didn't anymore. I'm just saying what you told me. All this blah, blah, blah. And he starts getting ultra defensive. Yeah. Like speaking he got to super, speaking to a girl. And that's when he started just chugging the water. Speaking to a speaking to a girl in just a way that like I just would never imagine a guy would yeah. in a conversation like that. It was it was just bizarre. Like, he was treating her like it was his sixteen year old daughter. He kept calling her sweetie. Uh-huh. Oh, buddy. And it was it wasn't like a maybe it is. Maybe, he's from Kentucky, so maybe that's a that's a I thing don't care. that they it's do. Not. But he he was saying it in like a demeaning way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's one thing like, hey, sweetie. Like, okay, sweetie. Yeah. How, it was what's, like the way he was saying. Talk to me, sweetie. Uh-huh. Like, bro, no, 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 no. Don't call your girl sweetie like and that. And especially if you look at Savannah and have seen her throughout the episodes, do not you think sweetie. she's the type of girl not that wants sweetie. to be called sweetie? Would you notice at towards the end of the episode, he called Julia sweetie as yes, well in another scene? Yes, I did. So, I mean, it's his go-to. Uh-huh. Should he find another one? 100%. Uh-huh. But it's his go-to. So, yes. I don't think we can judge him too hard about that, but it was just really bad. Yeah. And so Savannah is like, I don't know why you're like doing this to me right now. Like why you're talking to me like this right now and just gets fed up and is like, I just like, what she said something along the lines of like, like, I want you to choose, like make a definitive statement and say, this is it. But then she's also like, and then he, but okay, what? Okay. Yeah. He, he wouldn't make a definitive statement and say, I'm choosing, but then she's also like, but also I shouldn't be like, have to be chosen at this point. Cause I thought you already did. Yeah. It, it appears as though he had already chosen her. Yes. Went back on it. And then she did. She said, I just want you to make a definitive statement that it's going to be you and me. Uh-huh. And that if you do that, we can get over other stuff, which is how it works. Absolutely. Yeah. And he wouldn't do it. She walks away, gets upset. Yeah. He follows her out. She says, he waits a second. He does wait a second and to his credit, not long he enough. Screwed up, but they did realize he screwed up. But comes to her and she says the same thing. I just, I want you to know. I want you to say definitively that you You're, want me. Yes. And he says, I am. This is this is me saying that. Like yeah. I, I came, I came to, to make sure that we're okay. And I, I really don't even know what happened between then and two minutes later. Savannah's gone. Yeah, we both weren't really paying attention, but it, it things spiraled downhill. Yeah, and quickly. Yeah. He went to reconcile and she wasn't having it. Uh-uh. Granted, he he ruined the reconciling with the, it's okay, sweet. Yeah, being super demeaning. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, so Sheridan and Savannah are now gone, which leaves Julie and Brandon as the other couple. Now there's, what, five, six couples left? Five. Five. Five couples now left. now we're down to four. Uh-huh. And there's five couples left. And so then Chris Harrison comes in and is like, oh, I forgot a major part. Um, Brandon, the next day, was talking to Ryan and Natasha. 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 And, (laughs) but they were talking about Savannah and about this whole, like, like problem and predicament and situation. And then Julia walks in, which was very awkward. And then it was addressed that it was kind of awkward because Natasha was like, Julia, you might want to, like, plug your ears for this one because like i do oh yeah i do want to ask brandon like a question yeah they're all sitting there uh-huh the Julia four of them are sitting as well there, and he's like I, she's like 
I do like I am not done talking to Brandon. Like I do want to know like his thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. He says if you want to muff your ears, like you should. Yeah. And she looks at Brandon and says, if well, it was something along the lines of like if Savannah had like stayed, would would it, you have chosen would her over any, Julia? Would it be any different? And he doesn't say anything because he doesn't want Julia to hear, but he nods his head. Yes. No, the question was if if Savannah had decided to stay, would you have chosen her? Yeah. And he just immediately starts nodding his head. And he like behind he like Julia. closed his eyes and like regret was like, yeah, I would I would have chosen her. And look again, look, I don't know how Julia doesn't hear this because plugging I believe, plugging your ears does not. I believe work that it's well. either number six or number seven, but thou shalt not lie. You gotta lie in that situation. Absolutely. She's sitting next to you. There's some good lies. And somebody like, asks you, like, would you have chosen the other girl? Say, I don't care what the truth is. Exactly. You say no. Do Honey, do I look fat? Absolutely not. No, absolutely. You look fantastic. You look absolutely strikingly gorgeous right now. Yeah. You I can't, got, think, you I can't to, think of any other you examples. You have to deny, deny, deny. I can't think of other examples. Of I like can't either. But that was just like, like the that. common like example. Like, yeah. honey, do I look fat? Yes. Yeah. And it's no. It's always no, guys. Ansel, you look beautiful in everything. I don't know. I feel on. like I'm, I look. I'm probably gonna be. I'm probably gonna be honest about that question. Like, if I'm ever asked, you are gonna be honest, and that's yeah. why it's not. Like, hey, how does, how does this, go well? How does this look? And I'm gonna be like, honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. Not great. <laughs> I've I've seen better. I've seen worse. That's tough. I've seen better. That is tough. Look, man, you got to be honest. You got to be honest where it counts. Um, Except for in the situation that Brandon found himself in in this episode. And he, he nods his head yes, and that that comes into fruition later. Yes. So they get they get their songs, and it's it's all a bunch of great songs this time. Yes, Except good for songs. Julie and Brandon's. <laughs> they yeah, got what? We so everybody else, everybody else got Taylor Swift, Ray LaMontagne. LaMontagne? LaMontagne, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's... You know him. Um, what were some other ones? Was there an Tennessee Ed Whiskey. song? Yeah, Chris Stapleton. And then uh, some other one. And then yeah. Brandon and Julia get Pat Benatar, uh, a love ballad from the '80s. Love Pat Benatar. Terrible for this setting, <laughs> and so they kind of get smoked just right off the gun. And it goes about how we think it will. Yeah, and they start practicing their songs, and I, it's just. Some of the song selections are questionable. Yeah, some, I'm not, some I don't of them are tough. Get past that some of them are tough. The song, the, the song selections that they choose are just not. not no, not great. good. And like some of them are good duets. Like we had the John Legend. John Legend. And, that was uh, the other one. Megan uh, Trainer. Megan Trainer duet. Shout out Megan Trainer. Great. Hit me up. Great song. Perfect for a duet. The two people sang it perfectly. I thought at least. Yeah, they did really well. Um, but we get to the performances, and they're performing at. Novo, Novu, no idea. Whatever, some the uh, music venue in LA. Okay, and they bring out the judges, and the judges are two past Bachelorette contestants, Andy Grammer and Tony Braxton, which uh, who apparently is a a big time star, and she might be, but I've just never, I've, I've never, never heard of her. Before. Which we're probably gonna get. <laughs> yeah, sorry if that offends yeah. somebody, but like but I have like, no I idea who I she is. I haven't heard of her. I haven't heard her music. We'll probably go and listen to it just so we know who it is after this podcast. I won't. But, so those are the judges, and they come out, and the first couple, who's the first couple to sing? 
don't remember. I think it's Rudy and Matt with Tennessee. Yeah, it was Tennessee whiskey, Great. and they crushed it. Absolutely Rudy, best it. pipes on the show, that, hands down that for little me. Run, yeah. Oh, boy. fantastic! They great. did well. Relationships great. Whatever. Obviously, they now home. the judges they love to talk about the stage chemistry and how uh-huh. I can just tell that you two are just so you know so into like you care yeah. so much about each other. I can't tell. No Granted, clue. I'm watching it on the screen. Cannot tell. No, they'll no say idea. I could just. I feel like you two just aren't. You're just really disconnected. I have no idea where they're getting that information. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But Tennessee whiskey, they crush it. Next is Jamie and Trevor. And you could obviously tell a little bit on the show, and so the judges could in person. That Jamie was a little nervous. She was nervous. And but I don't think that speaks to their relationship because she still crushed the vocals. Yeah. Stage presence wasn't there. But I do realize that, like, recently she's been focusing a lot more on the song than she has been with the relationship with Trevor. But I think those are two separate things. And And that's what I don't really understand about the show. But she's also young, so I think it's acceptable. She's only 21. Yeah. So it's acceptable for her to be, like, not thinking about both, really. Not thinking about a serious commitment relationship. Mm -hmm. Because she's so young. And I'm sure... And Trevor's just along for the ride. So then why go on... Oh, that's a terrible question. Publicity. Yeah, but they, they do really well. They do well. The judges don't like it as much and said they didn't see the stage chemistry like we were talking about. Yeah. Don't know how they did that. But the next is... Ryan and Natasha. I think, no, it was Chris and Bree. Right. And they absolutely Taylor Swift crushed it. Crushed it. Crushed it. And I I don't know what stage chemistry is, but they did. But they had like it. They were in love. Yeah. And they, they even they, they, they said, said it for on the first stage. time on stage. It was kind of awkward. It was kind of awkward. But it was cute nonetheless. Yeah. Then Ryan and Natasha, and they sang... They sang the uh, Megan Trainor John Legend song. I don't think that's true. Yes, is that is. right? Yeah. Because no, the only that, was, couple, uh, no. that was Jamie. Jamie and Trevor sang, like, I'm Gonna Lose You. Ryan and Natasha sang oh, the Raylan Ray- Lamontagne. Yeah. Uh, you Were the Best Thing. Yeah, they, they crushed it, too. Now, they had stage crushed. chemistry, too. Uh-huh. Finally, Julia and Brandon saved them for last. They were actually second to last, but... Whatever. And... They sounded okay, yeah. But it was just a really clunky performance. I don't like Brandon's not to voice. be a Simon Cowell here. I don't love either of their voices, truthfully. Yeah. And I the song didn't fit it. Julia is going to be a better solo performer than she is going to be a duet person. I can agree. Brandon is going to be a terrific back background <laughs> backup singer. Um. But they, it was okay. But you could obviously tell that like their relationship was new. Their relationship was awkward. They had been going through some stuff, and the judges noticed. Yeah. Again, just Pat Benatar, we belong was not. Great. They, I feel like they kind of got sabotaged there. Yeah. I can't help but think they there was. Prob- they probably did. some thought put into that. But so at the time comes where I believe the judges get to choose. They do. Who goes home? They choose the person who goes home. And and Chris Harrison, okay. Gives the roses out on their behalf. Yep. So, the three that we knew were going to stay, Bree and Chris, obviously. Rudy and Matt, because mm-hmm. they did really, really well. And then Ryan and Natasha, because they absolutely killed the performance. And something I forgot to mention is this is where the Natasha and Brandon conversation comes into fruition. Oh, yeah. Is before the performance. Immediately before the performance. Like, probably, I would say, two hours, because they weren't dressed, they weren't ready yet. True. Probably two hours before the performance. Natasha finally like tells Julia like what she asked Brandon and that Brandon said yes he probably would have chosen Savannah. And the the thing is Julia doesn't see it as a friend trying to help. She sees it 
as Natasha trying to sabotage. Well, the timing was... It was terrible, but it again... It was pretty, pretty awful. But again, I would want to know that. Granted, if it was before like a, but like a big But she knew it for a whole day and then some and told her immediately before... Well, right before their performance. And I, I don't think there, there were bad intentions. I don't either. She she has that look of a snake about her. Uh-huh. But I really don't she's think that New she York, is. So exactly. She's, she's got some bad blood. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think there was any bad intentions to like her telling Julia but again it threw Julia's I guess mojo off for this performance oh she was shook for for the concert for no reason like it's not a huge deal but like she claims this is why her performance with Brandon went no it was probably because she was so caught up in her own head to begin with like she I I feel like she knew the truth Natasha just told her what she already knew. Yeah. And hearing it out loud just completely killed it. You know? I, okay, that's a fair point. But, so, all the performances happen, and there's two ones that aren't, like, great. And it's Jamie and Trevor, and then uh, Brandon and Julia. Yeah. And so, of course, you They're know, the, last the, two other, left. the other yeah. three couples are going to get roses. And they do. They all get roses. It comes down to the last two. And thank the Lord, the judges sent Julia and Brandon home. Yeah. Finally, yes. they're gone. We were watching the end of this episode like we watch a football game. It, we missed sports. It was intense. Well, that's part of it. But <laughs> it was in, it was intense. I would have been crushed, crushed Absolutely. if Jamie had gone home. I would have been so sad. I was really nervous, but I was trying to play it cool. But I was I was going to be really sad if Jamie went home. Yeah, no, because I was going to be think, devastated. I don't think that we've seen the best of Jamie and Trevor. No, absolutely not. I need um, to see more of Jamie. But, yeah, it's pretty much the whole episode. That's pretty much how it ended. Um, we do know that they're going, they're, like, leaving the mansion now, as all Bachelor shows do. They're going on a trip. They're going somewhere else. Um, but there's only four couples left. I think they're all solid couples. And from here, I don't know where they go. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know what's going to happen. And I so, guess it's just more of the same. Yeah. We'll see. Now they need new drama makers now, though. Yeah. So, you know the producers are going to have something up their sleeve this next episode. I'm really excited for them to come to Nashville, though. I am excited. That's always if fun that to happens. See. It, it looked like Broadway. I, I'm sure that it'll happen in the video. But again, who knows? Yeah, who's to say? So that's pretty much all we got for today. Yeah. Anything else you got? Mm-hmm. All right. That's so it. Friday's episode, we will have stories with friends, embarrassing stories with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know who it's going to be yet, but uh, we'll try to actually find somebody that has an embarrassing story about one of the two of us. Yeah. I don't know who, but we're going to try to be better on that. Yeah. So come back. That's all we got. See you guys. Alright, thanks for listening, guys. Cream soda fago down still dreaming. Hey, hey, on me. I don't know the reason. Finna wake them all up. Cause I know they sleeping. I'm wide awake, but shit, I'm still dreaming. Cream soda fago down still dreaming. Hey, hey, on me. I don't know the reason. Finna wake them all up. Cause I know they sleeping. I'm Shit, I'm still dreaming. I wanna with them cars now. I'm thankful for these scars now. I wanna with them cars now. I'm thankful for these scars now. Got the kids jumping like it's recess. I just spend the bands on my recess. 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 I just spend the bands on my. Reset, reset, hey you need a reassess and I'm counting